And I distinctly remember being yelled at by the staff of this place because Sean and I were on the roof shirtless, drinking whiskey and yelling something into the night. And I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Okay, we have a super exciting show today. We have our very special friends, special guests, Sean McCarthy and Griffin Sherry of the Ghost of Paul Revere. Woohoo! So excited to have them on. Griffin and Sean are in the middle of a tour right now, and they were so gracious to give us some of their time so that we could talk to them about our past and their future and all of their music knowledge and performance. And it's a great show today. We're so excited for you to listen to it. Uh, we've known Griffin and, Ch- and Sean for years now, going on more than 15 years, probably closer to 20, and we're super excited that friends of ours have done so well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here is our interview with Sean and Griffin of Ghost of Paul Revere. Enjoy. <laughs> Is that Sean? Is it, I don't know if you can His voice is so low currently, but... Hello. Hi. Hello. Is that Alan and I were talking about... It's great. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Do I sound like yeah. a real boy? Oh, you do. <laughs> you sound just like you always do. I was, telling Allie, I was telling Allie before we recorded, I was like, remember that time that Sean put Jack to sleep when he was a baby? Because just like Jack just rested on Sean's chest and he just hummed him to sleep remember that it's the rumbles they like the rumbles uh, is it yep. just the two of you there yes yeah max might okay, pop so in and out but he, he's that's, taking that's care totally of some fine. stuff no that's totally fine i just wanted to make sure i wasn't leaving anybody out so where where are you uh we are in uh just outside of indianapolis yeah carmel indiana carmel all right oh, are cool. you guys how excited are you to be back doing this Oh, pretty Playing, excited. It's, it's pretty awesome. exhausting. We are but very yeah. rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt that. Are you guys, is this your first show back or you're not show, but first uh, tour back since COVID? It is. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. tour in, in, well, honestly, like we didn't really do a tour in 2020. No, we, um, right. we got a, you know, a month or two in of like, gigs. And yeah. Of New England right. dates and stuff. So like really it's our first tour since the fall of 2019, which is crazy. Yeah. That is insane. That is really crazy. I feel like when last, because you guys came to Milwaukee. Yep. That, that must have been that like was, at least three years ago now. I think that was no, early. We that was came one early. time after that. We did go after that. Yeah, right. You played, just didn't know, Allie. You just house. didn't go to the show. You must not have been following them. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bailed. the reason you no. don't know. We're just like, man, I've seen this before. Time. I've seen this play out before. Every it's time good. I can. We're fine. Uh, the, yeah. uh, I think it was, that would have been early 2019. This run, we're going to be at High Noon Saloon in Madison. Oh, yeah. We're going back to Madison. Right, yeah. It, you know, I thought I knew where we were going to be in the country on this tour, and then we left the house, and I was like, I don't know where I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Were you supposed to be in Europe before all this crap hit the fan? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a yeah. bummer. We, we made you are going to be going to, back there, though, right? We are. So, yeah, oh, we yeah. rescheduled our whole, whole tour. It's a little bit smaller, that tour. Who cares? But, uh... Get us um, there. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, the other one was going to be six and a half weeks, so it's actually kind of a good thing, I think. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we canceled our flights the day before they shut the borders down. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! We were supposed to fly Lord. that day, uh, that Sunday. And the, that was the fourteenth. We would have been stuck <sighs> in Sweden for the next eighteen months or something. Oh yeah, because they didn't do very somehow, good with it. Somehow, I think been... you would have been all right with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we'll get along with the Swedes. Yeah, you'd be just fine, Sean. You get along with everybody. Uh. So, so then twenty twenty then did you guys just like bust out all tons tons of new stuff or what? 
2020 material. was kind of just a general whirlwind of trying to figure it out because we were yeah. also we were going to release the new album the good at losing everything album um mm -hmm. that spring and then obviously when the shit hit the fan we had to kind of scramble and push it back and it just got to the point where we decided to release it anyway since we had already been touring on some of the songs so yeah. we felt like the audience wanted it um yeah just really threw on the e-brake for the whole momentum but well, we you're were back. able to pivot and you know yeah. make the nice thing is that it wasn't j it's everybody you know yeah. with you're not in this one boat by yourself it's like everybody had to stop and everybody had to shut down and so that's kind of nice i guess yeah like and maybe I, a little break if for us it was like a, like a forced break that we wouldn't have taken ourselves exactly like we didn't, right i mean we wouldn't have ever figured out how to afford to take that break but like yeah. it was necessary i mean we've been doing 200 250 shows a year since 2015 so it's like we, we needed a break yeah. Holy cow, you guys. Well, you got it. You, you got your break. We got Jerks. it. Exactly. Okay, now let's go back. <laughs> now it's back to it. Let's go back. <laughs> Remember the days of just doing one play for three weekends and just, and that was that? Because that's where yeah. we, well, that's where I met you or Sean. And then Griffin, I don't think I met you until a little bit yeah. further down the road. Yeah, I usually just stumbled into places. That's usually how <laughs> most, <laughs> most of that crew met me, which yeah. is showing up. <laughs> wherever right. Jack and Sean were at some point then disappeared yeah, we again <laughs> we were trying to decide what was the first play that we all did together was that Godspell I was yeah I was the uh, bass player in the pit for Godspell uh -huh. oh my god pit, pit band so, yeah. so so we were like 15 when that show happened and so mm. I, I'm assuming I think you're, you're the same age as we are right yeah I think yeah. you guys yeah. September 30. <gasps> wow, look at you. Well, if there were 31 days in September, it would be that. <laughs> That's very impressive, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, we're a little, a little rough. There, April 52nd. I spent all last week thinking it was October for some reason. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's amazing. How do you remember Sean? that? That was amazing. I mean, yeah, I will. So. There is just one birthday for the two of us, so maybe that helps. I think I think that oh might be it. Listen, tour question. Serious tour question, Sean. Mm -hmm. Was that intentional? Or no. what? Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> I thought I was gonna. I wanted to praise you for being very witty. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Just we can we can edit it. We can uh, edit this oh, no, right please out. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was like seventeen years ago. Eighteen years ago. Sheesh. I mean, might as well be twenty years ago that we've known each other, which is insane to me. Did you ever have the dream of like I'm gonna be a rock star touring Europe one day, or is it kind of something that just like fell into your not fell into your lap. I mean, you guys worked very hard for this, but okay. is that something that you even dreamed of? Um, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, it, it was all born out of Griffin, actually. He Griffin. played solo music. <laughs> Sly and, dog. And then there was that gig at the Dogfish Cafe that he picked up. It was the fourth Thursday of every month, and he had to play for three hours, and Max and I would go and try and support him, and we'd uh, he'd end up playing some songs that we'd play around with the campfire, and we found out that if we sang backup harmonies, then we'd get a free beer out of it. And then that kind of just rolled into us working on more songs and spending more time working on songs. And That's next so thing awesome. I know, we're in Indiana, and I think it's September 31st or something. I... And, I, and I, had, I had a rat tail for years, so it was kind of destined oh, for me. Yes. It was did kind you, of preordained. Did you like, oh, that is amazing. Well, you were 
destined just, for fame with that knew band. It. Just knew I I'd be in a folk it. band that was going to Europe someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, it was definitely something wasn't we couldn't have planned. I mean, like, you know, I, I went to school for, for fine art and kind of thought I was going down that path. But ended up playing music when, like, schoolwork would get very stressful and, like, that, that ended up taking off. So it's one of those things, like, you can't really plan life when, you know, you just kind of have to take advantage of, what's the old saying, you know, the, you know, uh, opportunity while is... while the iron's hot. Well, that, that is a saying. That's not the one I was thinking of, but that is a saying. <laughs> People in glass yeah. houses sink ships. <laughs> <laughs> On That's September several 31st. idioms to get there. <laughs> oh. No, it's, uh, what, it's uh, uh, opportunity is opportunity is luck and preparation. It's like that's uh, the, totally. You know. I, I totally, and mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll think that too when I look back at like the different things that I've had the chance to do, and so much of it is luck is who yeah. you know, and then you're being in the right place at the right time, and obviously you have to be able to do the thing that you're asked to do. So there is a level yeah. of preparation and talent and hard work that goes into it. But so much, at least in my experience with my own musical career, has been right place, right time. Yeah. I think that a lot of people like get dissuaded by the idea of, of like that lucky moment. Um, and a lot of people, I think, kind of wait for it indefinitely. But like I think they happen a lot more frequently than people realize. It's just having the eye for like knowing that this is a time that you have to step up. Are you talking about like that moment where some executive sees you in a bar and wants to take you on, or something more? Yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be, it could be anything like that because I think that a lot of those opportunities kind of present themselves, you know. And it's like uh, realizing what is going to be good, like what looking at things long term instead of like really short term. And like sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's a, a record exec in a bar. I mean, it never has been for us, but like we kind of have a rule. I made a rule for our management team that, like, if if they know somebody is going to come watch the show, that that could have an effect on our career or something, not to tell us. Oh, that's an interesting mm-hmm. rule. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I used to, and, like, uh, people used to get real nervous, and the shows wouldn't go very well, and it was finally like, no, don't, if you, like, yep. just don't tell us. Like, tell us yeah, afterwards. Yeah. You know? Because really, when you're performing, like, you want, obviously, you want every performance to be the best you can give, yeah. and I'm sure you do that, but there's no need to add this extra level yeah. of stress of, like, if I don't, if I happen to not do the thing that I've been doing at every single show this yeah. night, this could really have a bad effect on my career. Yeah, because the Absolutely. best performances are like a mix between like uh, oh, relaxed totally. and also energy, uh, and like right. ha- having a connection with the ar- with the audience. So if you're looking for an individual in the audience, like you're never going to connect with everybody else. So it's better yeah, just to like oh my forget gosh. about it. Definitely. Speaking of audiences, have you ever had crazy interactions with like? fans or on stage or mishaps happening with equipment oh. or oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, that store those those stories are endless including wedding stories because oh. like you know we were you know we had to buy sound equipment and stuff starting off so we used to take weddings whenever we could because it was a great yeah. way to make income for one show you know before we well Ali and money. I are both rich off of, <laughs> off of weddings, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah who needs to go on tour in Europe when you well, do I mean, a yeah, but like, <laughs> you know and the other the, you know, the side of touring that most people don't think about is that like that Europe tour like we're not really coming back with much of a profit off the entire tour um and you have to take you have to take tours that you're going to lose money on sometimes but like our first tour we did was 55 shows in 45 days and a lot of them were paying either a tip jar or 50 bucks oh my god so we we allowed ourselves ten dollars a day we gave ourselves ten each each ten dollars a day and we lived on that for a month and a half how is my question? You get real thrifty, yeah, and dirty. Yeah. <laughs> we slept on a lot of floor. Like we like would do things like sleeping on a lot of friends at friends' houses, or like asking if sure. we could like sleep in the venue. Like there'd be like a lot of that stuff in the early days. Wow, 
Hey, didn't yeah. Aerosmith? They slept in their van for months, years, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. You have I think to. It was a rite of passage. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to. There's. Mm-hmm. You got to get your name out somehow. So I mean. Yeah. Hopefully, you're making more than fifty bucks on a show these days. This, yeah, this is yeah. You, all right, any, all of our three listeners, go ahead and buy their albums, <laughs> support their, support their shows, and go to Europe. You know, listen Why to us on Spotify. Yeah. Give us that hundredth of a cent. Be great. <laughs> you know it. Wait, so uh, you said you played at weddings, and so were these like people that saw the ghost of Paul Revere and wanted the ghost of Paul Revere, or were you guys like just starting out and they were like, "You guys are awesome. Just come play at our wedding." How did that go down? bit of both yeah I actually think a yeah. little bit of both the people who saw us at you know the dogfish shows or when we uh played the plot the the entrance of the civic center before the avid Brothers show <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot that. just yeah. like little gigs like that so that like would yeah. come by and that they just really appreciate the energy that we were putting out and i think a lot of them also liked the idea it was it was at the kind of advent of barn weddings Right, so right. bands with banjos were fashionable as well. Mm-hmm. So fashionable. <laughs> so Max was on uh, well, high demand. Yeah, yes, right? yes. I mean, actually, that's like there's like a great example of like kind of the culmination of what you guys are talking about is like our buddy. We were playing at, at a pier and uh, the South Shore of Boston um, for this like music festival that Adam Ezra was doing. We got put up in like this like town square on like a bunch of lobster traps and like some two by fours on a tiny little PA. So we're, we're, but, so we show up and we're like, oh shit. Uh, and then we, <laughs> we play the show. Yeah. Don't like, worry. Well, this, will, great. this will be great guys. Uh, a don't big worry. opportunity for you. But we show up and uh, um, play the set. And this guy comes up to us afterward and he's like really into it. And we start talking and, and he um, later shoots us an email. He's like, I would love it if you guys came and played my wedding. Uh, we're going to do it at my house in Massachusetts. And we say yes, and we go down, and we we start to get to know him. And, and this guy, uh, Preston, uh, and his wife have become super close friends. And Preston is a professional lighting designer. He does lights for Mo and Grace Ooh. Potter uh, and a bunch. Oh. And now he does lights for Ghostland every year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no way. That's So it's amazing. like one of those interesting things where, like, yeah, if we hadn't played that wedding, we wouldn't have met a bunch of those people totally. that are in the industry. Opportunity, that have yeah. worked with us Preparation. Since Yep. There you go. <laughs> yep. but Let him finish his sentence. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think, well, I think that's that, like, amazing. We were, um, we were really strong-willed about the fact that if we were going to play your wedding, you weren't going to choose the songs. Like, we were going to play a ghost oh, show. And, like, maybe we'd give dream. you one song choice. Maybe. Right. <laughs> and then, like, we very quickly had been like, it'll cost you. <laughs> like, oh like, yeah, you yeah, want yeah. us to do one a, a song? Because we were in a bar band at the time, so we're like, we could play a three-hour set and, like, do a lot of covers, and, like, it was fun. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that was our stipulation, because it was like, we weren't interested in, in playing, right. a, a, like, a traditional wedding set. We're like, we're going to play a ghost set, and you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, so we had, we had this wedding one time where... Um, because we have a song list on our website of what we usually play. I mean, that's over the course of the year, it grows probably mm-hmm. by like 20 or 30 songs just by the end of the year. But this this one couple had basically printed out the list and gave it back to us like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, Ooh, no. And we oh were like, gosh. oh, but we, we just, but you just, you can't kneecap us like that. Yeah. You know, we have yeah. to, because there's, I understand that you might not like, uh, I don't know. Uptown Funk playing a slow song yeah. right yeah. or I mean I try not to play slow songs I don't know what your band does Alexandra yeah. but mm, we try to keep the party <laughs> you just, going you just but, love <laughs> to rip on our <laughs> band but, but in general 
however many 150 to 200 people there that might not all have the same taste. So, but but like you guys said, if someone hiring, if someone is hiring the ghost of Paul Revere to play their wedding, you you have to expect that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. you're, you can't the be ghost. responsible for that expectation right. of like play play shout. It's like no, yeah. it, that's not what we're doing here. Although we do play shout, yeah. I was going to say, I bet you guys that would kill shout. <laughs> but it was also like we should learn a wedding song. Was <laughs> like I think how that conversation went. Uh, what's a wedding oh song? Um, the amount of mothers of the brides who've come up to us and asked if we could play "quote unquote" dancing music. Oh lord, yes. Yeah, oh. It's never the bride and groom for us. It's always the mother-in-law. That's oh. I have. Oh, mothers. she's always Allie, the worst. Don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like. <laughs> I'll keep Allie in check. No yeah, wh- what? At some point when at some point when it happens for her kids. Oh shit. Allie step on. off. Oh my god. No, gosh. it's like and yeah, it's like we right, also geez. got we got a lot of requests to do wedding wedding shows um from I think like people who had seen our name or like maybe got our name from another folk band or like just kind of saw our picture and was like, "Oh, Rootsie's in right now." Hmm. Uh right. and wouldn't know what to expect. But you can like we got pretty good at like kind of weeding those out pretty quickly. Right. Yeah, right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you wanted to, like, you know, eat for the week, you could do a wedding. Yeah. yeah. And live off of that for a little oh bit. Oh, my God. You can meet for a week? Months. And those days, months. Well, we had we had one where the bride lost her ring, and they never found no. it. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my God. At the wedding? At the wedding. At the wedding. Oh. Um, so we stopped our set, and we pulled out our phones, and everybody was looking on the ground for it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, that's oh no! She's like, like great. Out- this marriage oh, no. is going to go she, real I mean, good. She, yeah. she this was, was outdoors. She was totally. She was yeah. She was kind of half in the bag. So she, she was on a. She was okay with it at the time. <laughs> nice. But uh, I'm nice. trying to think of what else. Like, if anything truly insane has happened at a wedding for us, weddings have been pretty oh. tame. Um, yeah. Us at weddings, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> There's a, a band out of New England called Darling Side, and they were kind of our <laughs> oh, first no. yep. our first little band story. buddies. And um, one of their singers and their bass player, Dave, got married to his lovely wife, Amanda, in western Massachusetts at this kind of, not exactly a campground, but it was like a conglomeration of little cute cabins. And they had a big barn the wedding was in, and they had a restaurant. And we uh, got asked to play their wedding. We obviously said yes, and we went down, and... They got us each a bottle of whiskey for the duration. Listen, and then can we I can our... I augment your story with the truth real quick here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we stopped at the New Hampshire State Liquor Store and each bought our own bottle of whiskey oh. and brought it to the wedding. Oh, <laughs> that would make more. They were not and then gifts. they gave you another one. They did give us another one. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, we we didn't you know go too too hard at first. We played our set, but then. After we played our set, Darling Side played a set. Which included a cover of Getting Jiggy With It, which yeah. Max rapped. Oh, my yeah. Absolutely. God. Wonderful. I think it should go yeah. on the next albums. Yeah. And yeah. and we uh, we ended up putting our instruments down for the rest of the night. And then while the groom and his band were performing, the band that they played to perform, we were dancing with their family. Right. <laughs> They wanted to do 100%. a set though. Yeah, yeah Darling Side yeah. wanted it to play we their own. Yeah, wanted to play Dave Dave's wedding, oh. which was really hysterical. But and then oh, we might God. have uh, taken Young Dave aside and shared words of wisdom that men <laughs> who like to think they know what they're talking about share with each other when they're drunk from other married men and from other no- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I don't think dear Dave was able to consummate 
for uh, or stand for the rest of the evening. Yeah. Really, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to blame it all on us because I feel like he was being pulled from a lot of things. But oh, like, yeah. we also Aww. tend to go to these functions and forget that people can't drink at the same rate that we can. Right, right. So like, right, if right. we're we could be, we you know, could be imbibing for most of the night and still be fine relatively. Right. Right. But like Dave had to be carried back to his room, oh, um, and we Amanda's ended the like, night. Thanks. Uh, we had figured out a way to get through. It was at this like uh, uh, bed and breakfast in uh, Southern Berkshires. Southwest, the Berkshires, yeah, Southwest Massachusetts, and uh, we had figured out a way to get through the main building of the Airbnb through like these side passages and come out on a little hatch in the roof. And I distinctly what? remember being yelled at by the staff of this place because two members of Darling Side and Sean and I. We're on the roof, shirtless, drinking whiskey <laughs> and yelling something into the night, and I don't remember what. It was. As an end of the wedding should be. That is exactly how right. Last end of the wedding. Absolutely. Should end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that's that was cool. a good one. And so that's yeah. it. Have you guys? Oh, go, go ahead. Jeez, um, we no, got... you go, Allie. It's like, it's like I'm echoing in my ear sometimes. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, I. Uh, so, Darling Side is that your? Is that the name of the band you were talking about? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so how I mean, Darling Side is is one. Who else have you guys played with? Well, we we just did a show with Trampled Trampled Black oh, Turtles right. last night. That's Those guys right. are awesome. Cool. You guys um, are on tour with them a lot coming up. Right? Yeah, we've been doing a bunch of shows with them. They're really awesome. Yeah, they're good um, guys. And we've done Old Crow Medicine show. Old Crow's a good time too. They're great guys. We've done Jamestown Revival. When you guys go overseas, do you are you guys? Do you have like openers from that country? You guys don't bring people with you. Do they supply? We're actually, or is it we just actually are bringing someone. With you us are cool. We're mm-hmm. bringing, bringing Mr. Spencer Albee from Portland, Maine. He is he is a a dear friend, uh, yeah. and also someone that I can mercilessly make fun of and attack all the time. So like, you have to appreciate <laughs> well, that. That is reason alone to bring him along. There right we there. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Which country are you most excited to go to? Oh. Norway for me, I think. I really yeah, can't I wait to get Norway. to northern Norway and see what cool. it's like up there. It's this been kind of a dream to drive around up there. This time we're oh, doing God, Norway, yeah. Sweden, Germany, Denmark, yeah. Netherlands, Belgium, and France, maybe? We're still maybe. trying to figure mm. out. Trying to figure wow, out. that sounds amazing. That sounds I know, so I know. I'm trying to add so like cool. driving days onto the tour because like, I love experiencing new places by, behind the wheel and like seeing places. So like we were like, oh yeah, we could fly into you know wherever we're supposed to fly. Stockholm, we're supposed to fly into Stockholm. And our first show is... In the Netherlands. I was like, oh, I'll do 18 hours? That's fine. After a transatlantic flight, I'll do it. It's fine. Wow. Totally, yeah. <laughs> just want to see yeah. what's out there so badly. I but. mean, do it now. Do it now without any attachments, and you can just... There's never probably going to be, unless you do another tour, I guess, but another time to be able to go out and <laughs> yeah. and explore those countries like, So for so long. Going forward, I mean, we, we kind of... we our team and us we we pretty much have our yearly schedule at least like a little road mapped um by the beginning of the year anyway so i think yeah. the plan is to go to europe every year for an extended period of time and i think next year oh, we'll gosh. definitely be in denmark and england before ghostland in august yeah wow. and probably return again at some point in the year wow that's so, so amazing it's, yeah, yeah it's all about so. going back to market so going overseas and traveling so much you ever dealt with playing while you're sick or something happened with your voices what you're that you get nervous about when you're performing oh yeah like that oh yeah i mean the last time we were in in europe was like we we took a red eye to london boston to london got went through the wrong gate in customs and got stuck in the airport for like two hours and finally in the middle of the night got to our 
Airbnb in Wimbledon, which was across the city from where we needed to be. Oh, my God. Played a show the next night. Got done the show at about 2 a.m. Went back. Took our 45-minute or hour-long Uber ride back to the, the Airbnb. Slept, slept for, for an, an hour. hour. Yeah. yeah. And then, Who scheduled then that got Airbnb? back to the airport at 4 in the morning. That, that was me. <laughs> you are fired, Sean. <laughs> well, it was a, to be fair, it was a very nice Airbnb in the middle of Wimbledon, which is like a very lovely place. Yeah, yes, we sure. trying to travel around to these places. The kind of the most difficult thing, or maybe not the most difficult, but the saddest thing, is that you don't get to experience a lot of these places that you're going to. Sure. Um, and when we're around. The U.S. we haul the trailer and everything, so we've kind of got to choose the hotels based off of where mm-hmm. there's parking, and it's always that mini mall of America type of stuff. And over there is the same thing. It was like, well, what place can fit all of us and all of our stuff for right. only this amount yeah. of money? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it we'll been. give you free CDs. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been hard to stay in the north north of London. So it was like it was it was just a lot of travel. And then we got on like I think. We got to the airport at about 4.30 uh, and flew to Denmark and then immediately got off the plane, was picked up at the airport, driven three hours, three and a half hours to the festival and and had to be ready to, to sound check right afterwards. So like, it was a lot of that. Wow. Um, so how do, your, how do your voices do through that? I, I guess I'm more focused on your voices just because oh. I don't. They play, do. I'm sure you're... They do. I think huh? it's a good one. They do. They do. They do. <laughs> They're there. spray. There's yeah. a lot of singer spray. Um, yeah. What was that? Once in a while. We've been trying to get a lot better at, you like, know, as we've grown older, we can feel our bodies slowly deteriorating up oh, from yeah, under us. Quite what we used to. <laughs> so we um, we hey, try hey, to be hey. more cognizant of just drinking more water, trying to yeah. get sleep. Because there are those days, and especially back before before everything happened, when we were on those really long tours, another thing that we didn't really take into consideration is just the different temperature swings and pressure changes. Oh, they were just going to say health. Health in general, <laughs> uh, it'll just kind of mess with your sinus systems. Oh, yeah. totally. So, yeah. and it, when you're dealing with that on top of the elevation, like you're coming from someplace in Nebraska, and the next thing you know, you're seven thousand feet up in Denver. Oh yeah, your mm-hmm. voice is mm-hmm. working for it. Yeah, right. And you right. can like you mm-hmm. pick up illnesses all around the country. That's for sure. Like, so it was mm-hmm. it was you guys that started COVID then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly convinced that I had it in Seattle. <laughs> In the end of 2019, because I got re- I got a really bad throat and respiratory sickness really? while we yeah. were on tour for like a week out there. Yeah, I've but, had it. Uh, My brother-in-law felt that too. He was like, I think I had it end of 2019. So yeah, yeah. It's like, but you like get those things. I mean, we've I've you know there are countless shows where it's like I uh, you know I have to you try to sing with like a fisherman's friend lozenges like in your mouth while you're performing mm. like just so like mm-hmm. it helps a little bit and like. I would do singer spray, which is like an echinacea spray. You get it like Whole Foods, which is really good um, at coating your throat and like helping kind of ease the abrasion on your vocal cords and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We canceled one show because I was too sick to sing once. Wow. That's the only thing that's, we've ever done. That's a pretty good record for. I mean, yeah. I did, but it's, yeah. We're also not really smart about it because I will be the first one to tell you that I'll be in the backseat of the van, like without a voice and just be like, I'm fine. We'll do this. We're great. Let's play that yeah, show. Yeah. We got to play a show. We can't miss a show. Oh <laughs> my right. God. It's, it's such a hard line to balance because obviously you want to not hurt yourself and you also want to give the people that paid money to come see you and yeah. you know, the show that they deserve and you want it to be good. And I, I ran into that. Um, when I did magic of Christmas in 20, 
17, I had something. I don't know what, I don't know what it was, but it was, I could not sing any sort of belting note. And I had to do Let It Go and All I Want for Christmas. Mm. And I, the Thursday before the show on Friday, I was rehearsing with the symphony and was just like, nothing came out. And I was like, I don't, I've, this has never happened to me before. There's no stand in. You know, it's not like, hey, we'll just get your replacement. Right here. Right here. Here's (laughs) Tandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, the only thing that ever fixes it is just time for me. Yeah, exactly. There's like, I could try and drink as many, you know lemons as humanly possible and honey and and whatever pineapple juice pineapple juice is the way to go pineapple juice really that's a new oh god it's the best really Uh, i mean i tried i tried whiskey i tried everything to just try and burn it out yeah whiskey works whiskey works because you forget that your throat hurts that's the only reason why (laughs) you're like i don't care if i sound like shit here we go pineapple pineapple has uh an enzyme in it that like breaks down bacteria on the back of your throat Um, now you tell me yeah, which is really rad. Well, cool. speaking of pushing pushing through For, things, is there anything else that you've found is the most, as a performer, is the most difficult thing or easier than you thought it would for the last six, seven years? Really, we're just trying to give you a super vague question that you can really take in any direction. <laughs> the softballs are good for us. It's today. open. Yeah. It's um, open for interpretation. I, th- I think we appreciate rest more than we ever used to. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like today was today is our first day. I mean, we've only we've only had three shows, and it's felt like we've already been on the road for two weeks. But today yeah. was a rest day, so we literally like all went out to eat together and have been just Aww. kind of in our hotel rooms in bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Fantastic. I mean, that's going to be when you look back when you're hopefully 95 years old, and this is so cool. What a what a cool unique thing for you guys to be able to do together as this band of brothers really that just like travels around having these amazing experiences with each other and basically living off of each other yeah Yeah. it's just so so awesome so happy for you from knowing you from when you're 15 year old self (laughs) trying to fool us with your fake irish (laughs) 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 maybe i shouldn't say trying to people are gonna not know you and they're gonna look at our picture and they're definitely gonna (laughs) think that's about me I definitely <laughs> still think every time I hear Slancha, I always think of you. Sean. Me too. Cemented that. <laughs> cemented that in our memories. <laughs> okay, so the, the last little thing that we wanted to do was um, like the do's and don'ts of some things. Like for the audience some, members? Uh, yeah, for an audience member. Do not request Freebird. <laughs> oh, but also do <laughs> request Freebird. If you get requ- if, if you request Freebird, we will call you out and call you an asshole. Yeah, that's yes. that's a fun it's a fun audience participation moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Um, oh my word, we we literally just talked about that because yeah. that happens at our weddings all the time. Like I don't know oh, why yeah. people still think this is funny. I know they still do it. <laughs> do that I mean, wagon wheel honestly is probably yeah. the serious request we get that we're like, yeah. I mean, we literally and we were in Bozeman, Montana. Was it Bozeman? It's a top hat, right? Uh, it was it Bozeman? Yeah. We had just played a show. It was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, it was my thirty-first birthday. We played. We headlined at the Top Hat in, in Bozeman, and uh, Max and I were selling merch. And this this couple came up to us and was like, "We want you to play Gin and Juice again because we had closed with Gin and Juice for fun because uh, it's uh-huh. like a you know there's a lot of college kids, and uh, um, we were like, oh, we are I need everything to put away. It's late. We're tired." Uh, and he was like, "We want you to play Gin and Juice and Wagon Wheel," and we're like, "Definitely not." 
Hard no. And then he was like, I'll pay you $1,000 right now. And he took my phone and literally Venmoed us $1,000. And we were like, like, okay, okay, cool. What else would you like? So since then, our rule has been if you want us to play Wagon Wheel, it costs 500 bucks. Boom. 100%. Yeah, definitely. And it was interesting being on tour with Old Crow and watching them do it. Because it's still such a great song. It's just like a shame that it's now so punched into the cultural lexicon's face that like... Did people do that to Okra Medicine Show too? Just come up to them and ask them to play stuff? Oh no, we, they actually oh, played it each yeah. night. I mean, it's their song, um, right? Yeah, right. but uh, it's uh, one of those things too. I think we we heard the guys from Los Lobos saying one time when they were talking about their cover of La Bamba that you've got a they, bunch of people out there who literally spent they the money the on the ticket, don't want to disappoint <laughs> their audience that much that they're willing to put up with that four minutes of right. yeah mm-hmm. kind of soul crushing monotony again. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that's totally yeah, and you true. Can watch, you just you also can see the two different type of people who come to a concert. It's like there's clearly at their shows, like half of the people are like there for that one song, and then couldn't mm. give a shit. And then the rest of the people are like actually there for the whole set. And I, it's we right. we're fortunate. I don't necessarily see that um, at our shows. Mm-mm. I mean, probably because we haven't had a single hit yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> that helps that <laughs> it helps not, when you're a little bit you are being not generous uh, at all i mean we, i can definitely tell when people are mad that we haven't played a song because they'll yeah. let you know yeah i'd say God. screaming out songs or screaming out for a second encore is a little bit rough oh yeah, the second yeah. Encore. especially yeah. we had we had a couple in ohio the other night who like every other song would yell out for wild child multiple times it's oh, like there, right. there's a like we have a set list. It's built. There's a mm-hmm. flow to the whole right. night. It's like we design it that way, and it's like we're not just gonna do it now because mm-hmm. you're being loud. Right, right. That's right. not yeah, how the world works. Well, it does sometimes, which is a shame. But like, <laughs> you know. like we've actually it's, thought it's, about this. We've thought about how we want the show right. to go for you. We're, we have this in mind for your enjoyment. We're not just doing it for just yeah, for right. us. You know. Yeah, I I wonder if people think the bands just like go up there and wing it. <laughs> I, truly, I know they must. They must. In, in They're some just being small selfish way. and just playing all their own songs. There, that's happened. I mean, as a wedding band, there are also like specific songs that we pretty much play every time that none of us really care for, you know. And yeah, like, yeah. and people will just be, you know, we'll say to each other, like, well, we really can't take out some of these stuff because they love it. Like, shout. I'd be totally fine if I never did shout again, you know. Yeah. I just, but like, yeah. you kind of, you kind of have to. Like, and it never fails, Sweet Caroline. Never fails oh. every time. Oh, yeah. yep. I know, and it's like I mean, you get you get four whiskeys in, and everybody loves show. That the, like the most. I mean, that's talk about wedding shows. People who want to come up and sing tunes at wedding for the wedding bands, like oh. as a wedding band. Oh, I don't want to murder anybody else more on the planet than that that one dude who's just like, <laughs> let me sing "Friends in Low Places" right now. Yeah. Right. This is my great niece's wedding, and she deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. no, go away. Go to hell, totally. please. Just get out of here. Totally. And I don't know about you guys, too, but like, also, like, if I go to a wedding, like, night off. Like, I'm not, I'm not looking to do my job. Don't want to perform. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to perform. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know? I've, I've, right. We've said so many times, like, I can't remember the last time I've been to a wedding and haven't sung something. You know, yeah. like at some point you just want to go as a guest. You want to enjoy it. And so like mm-hmm. if someone's asking you to do something, just be like, well, can I just can I just chill, please? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, this has been so awesome, you guys. I know. So I know you guys are really busy. And to like come and talk to us for a half an hour for an hour or whatever in the middle of your tour, as I'm sure you're super tired, is we're really thankful for that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And we expect free tickets at your next show. 
in Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to get up there and I'm going to ask for Freebird and I'm going to oh my God. wiggle, no, we, wiggle uh, my way on stage. Are you kidding me? If you came up and sang, so if either of you guys, anytime we play a show near either of you guys, you need to come up and sing. That's not a... Oh, no, we just got gosh, done. You also can just be an audience member, though. That's the other side of that, too. No, we'll, like just, to we'll just take a ticket on your uh, European tour. That's all. There we go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll make sure awesome. that we like let everybody know where they can find you and all that, so that you guys hopefully will get a few new new fans out of it. Cool. Sweet. Three, exactly three. That's, <laughs> three. That's fair. That's fair. You got to start somewhere, though. That's the whole point. That's right. But we'll let you go and have an awesome tour, and we'll see you at some point. Yeah, we'll be Thank looking you. looking for updates from you guys. Be safe. Best. Have of lots luck. of fun and lots of lots of new stories to Whiskey. bring back to share with us next time we have you on the podcast. <laughs> it just hung up on us. <laughs> have fun and just <laughs> have fun and a lot of whisk crack. Well, well, they'll get all this though at the end. This is a little treat yeah. for them after we're done. You guys hung up on us. <laughs> you know who hung up on you is Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bernadette. Like, ah, uh, we're done. <laughs> Sorry, I like threw my phone on the bed so that she wouldn't get it, and then she got up and pressed end. So, <laughs> thanks again, boys. Yes, yeah, very welcome. Say hi to the fam for us, mm-hmm. both, both of the fams. She's saying hi back. So. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie says, "Fuck you." <laughs> rock and roll, Bernie. Rock and roll. <laughs> All right, guys, say hi to Max for us. We will. We will. And Chuck. And the rest of the band yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chuck, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Who will? You guys will be someday. <laughs> it's a good name, Chuck. I like it. Oh, yeah. Pretty good name. He's the prince of the county. <laughs> He's oh, Acadian well. royalty, that guy. Boom. Charles Gagné. Well, where, why the hell wasn't he on the podcast? <laughs> He's taking a nap next door. Actually, I literally woke up to Sean's text that was like, oh, are, are we good to record right now? <laughs> like, yes. Oh, oh, no. Guys, you did not have to do that. Yes, you did. Yeah, we did. It's fine. <laughs> and now we're going to take our, our, our like band trip to the grocery, walk to the grocery store together mm-hmm. to get booze and chips. And then we're coming back <laughs> to the hotel. Sounds, sounds about right. That's a healthy diet right normal. there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That sounds like a dream. Honest, truly. Honestly. Sounds like a dream. Thanks again. You guys are the best. Talk to you later. Talk Bye. to you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. Later. Do, 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 do. so awesome we need to take the time out and do like a podcast with us during their tour dates when they're super busy and tired is just so sweet so thanks again guys yeah they're great check out their instagram page you can find them at ghost of paul revere they're gonna be in the midwest for most of the july i think and then they're gonna hit up colorado as well in there and back on the east coast so check that out on their instagram page and like we talked about they're gonna be in europe soon too so international listeners here's your chance so when you're in uh, when you're in the uh, Europe. Check them out. them, yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Diaries of a Wedding Singer. Also, Susie's band at Mixology Band, as well as my band at North Coast Orchestra. Also, send us an email if you have a funny story of your own that you want to share, and we can read it read it on the air at uh, Diaries of a Wedding Singer at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.